What's happening, homies? This is Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I'm your host, Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello. It is episode 55. I was prepared today. Yeah, it's episode 55. Did I not say that? No. Oh, my bad. Yo, it's episode 55, y'all, like Mara said. How you doing tonight, Mara? It's hot as balls, but I'm okay with it because we had like 84 years of winter. Just God, am I hot? That's you know, that's New York problems. There, we we got over that winter shit down here in Texas like you know two months ago. Shut up. Just saying. Whatever. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, if you all are new around here. We're here to talk about Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, you know, the Arrowverse, the Flareoverse, or as Mara likes to call it. The Arrow for Clusterfuck. The who? The Arrow for Clusterfuck. That's a a new one. I haven't heard you say that before. I'm I'm just gonna keep trying to switch it up as much as I possibly can. I mean, I'm not getting I'm you know I'm not against you doing it. I was just taken aback, a little, <laughs> little shocked, a little surprised. But yeah, a little taken aback there. Just a little bit. Okay. But like we said, that's what we're here to talk about. So without further ado, let's get started. Where do you want to start? Um, let's go with Supergirl. Okay. Let's let's start with Supergirl. Because, I don't know. What did you think of this episode? I think, I mean, I think it was well done. It served the purpose of the plot of the season. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was out of the blue. I don't know. I was... Maybe it was just me, but I was bored. Um, You were underwhelmed? Yes, I was underwhelmed. I wasn't just whelmed. I was underwhelmed. Um, What was the name of this episode? Of Two Minds. Uh, of this week I will be saying the names of the titles of these episodes. Guys. The names of the titles of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it kind of makes sense because I guess the whole Rain and Sam thing, but also yeah. the whole you know two sides of kill pestilence, don't kill pestilence, that kind of thing. Should have just been kill pestilence. What's that? It should have just been kill pestilence. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This whole time I'm watching this episode, I'm like, Supergirl, stop being stupid. Like, just just kill pestilence. Like they've already told you what pestilence does, and they've already told you they're from the future. So clearly, your way doesn't work. So kill pestilence. Like, right. I wrote in my notes. I was like, I need the whole. I mean, I mean, it's for any superhero show. We the whole we don't kill shit. I need that rule to get 
some amendment. Like, you know, it's a bullet point and then they're like, no. We Don't Kill is the title and then it has several bullet points for certain exceptions. Like an outline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just breaking down extenuating circumstances when maybe killing that person might just work. Yeah. I would like, shit, call Oliver over to their earth for a day and he can give them like a one-on-one course on murder. When it's appropriate and when it's not. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, he had to learn cause you know, his, you know, first year in the, in the game, you know, he was just killing everybody. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm working people left and right and then he's just like oh wait i can't kill people no more so he stopped killing people then he was like oh wait but there's certain circumstances because he killed damien dark because yeah fuck that motherfucker right like you can't beat damien dark because he has magical powers and you have a bow and arrow yeah so kill that bitch <laughs> but anywho yeah this is one of those circumstances hmm I was going to say, but we didn't talk about the beginning of the episode. Um, what are you referring to? Like the legitimate beginning of the episode. Oh, you're talking about like just the mayor randomly getting a nosebleed? Yeah, after those cookies were hung out, handed out. And I was just like, come on. It's always bad when just random food is just being handed out in City Hall. Yeah, but... I don't even was it was it the cookies or was it like you know the doctor walking around um, scratching people? It really wasn't, but at first I feel like, well, you know, at first they were building it up to be the assistant, the ginger redhead one, mm-hmm. that it was her, and who was and she was the one handing out the cookies. So how else did she be getting it to them before they realized everyone who got sick had a scratch and all that stuff? So like I always kind of just assume. When one person is handing out random food just on a whim, I kind of just feel like bad shit's coming. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. If you, there's certain times when, like, you know, you just get random food all the time. Like, with me, working at, you know, where I work, we get random food brought to us all the time. So it's just, you you don't really think much of it. Just one day, like, hey, here's some pizza. Oh, hey, this is over. Here's a bunch of tacos. Oh, this is over. Here, go back there. You can have at it, you know? I don't know. But I guess so. So when you're somebody... We're not allowed to say that. Yeah, see? So now when you're somebody of importance, you got all these people trying to gain your favor and all that kind of stuff. So City Hall's probably brought free food all the time. Hey, we need donuts. Cookies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, have you seen um, the movie? Sh- yeah, Shawshank Redemption. I have not seen it, but I know about it. Okay, so there was that one scene where the guy was like, "Hey, look, um, he was bribing the warden because the warden was, you know, using the prisoners to. I'm guessing that siren is on your side, right? I live in the Bronx, of course it is. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> Um, the warden was like using, you know, prisoner labor labor to do stuff like real extra cheap. So some, you know, contractor came to him like, yo, I need you like, you know, lay off this other job over here so I can get it because, you know, without it, 
we're going to be broke as shit. So, I, you know, my wife baked you this pie to help, you know, entice you. But, you know, it was a pie. But inside the pie was an envelope full of cash, you know. Mm-hmm. Inside the box with the pie was an envelope full of cash. And, yeah. So, you know, there's probably been plenty of times when he's been delivered a pizza. But underneath the pizza was an envelope full of cash. Hmm. Okay. Because he's a politician and that's what they do. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, so while Imra and, you know, and Carr are having one of, you know, a dozen fights that they had this episode about killing Pestles, Brainy shows up and scares the hell out of everyone. Wait, what? Brainy. Oh, yeah. When he comes in with his, like, human skin thing or hologram. Yeah. Yeah, freaks them all out. So I'm assuming that's the person who's playing Brainy, right? That's the first what? That's the person who's playing Brainy. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. They were probably get like, production was probably like, I'm tired of spraying this blue shit all over you every week. Yeah, probably. You're just gonna let your face rock. Makes sense to me. That's just like the whole thing with, uh, with Jean. Like, there's a there's no reason why, when he's just walking around the DEO, why he shouldn't be able to just walk around as a Martian, but he walks around as a human because they don't want to pay for that. Rock out with your Martian out. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, So, watching this episode, in addition to being bored, I also became annoyed. Because I hate when shows do this thing where characters keep secrets from people in the for in like the cover of saying I'm protecting you kind of thing. Yeah. The whole thing with Lena not telling anybody about Sam because she's protecting Sam from Supergirl. Like, yo, you know Supergirl. You know she's not going to just let people like right. probe you her know up and shit. She's not going to just trade her over yeah. as a the yeah. government guinea pig. Exactly. You know like, better than that. Like, when she said that shit, like, I was like, girl, do you even know Supergirl? Do you think you know Supergirl? Like, are you even friends with her? Like, that's one of those things where you're like, yo, your Luthor is showing. Like,. <laughs> But anywho, she's trying to get Sam to go into that dark place, or what I kept calling Sam's sunken place. Um, Electrocuting her and shit. Right, to try and get her to, I don't know, beat Rain in this shit. Yeah, turn her into Rain Rain so that Rain can come out so she can study Rain's DNA. Yeah. And so she goes into the upside down. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that whole thing is just, uh, at least, you know, we got a moment, though, which is kind of cool, where Sam comes face-to-face with Rain, you know. Rain just over there yeah. fucking went torn around with her. Yeah, yeah, because she's just like, yo, clearly, I'm what you really are, you know? like Right. This whole Sam facade. Yeah, it's like, that's yeah, not exactly. real. What what I am is what you, were tr- what you truly are, like. This is all fake what you what have you here. Um, 
What's uh what's Saturn Girl's name again? Who? Saturn Girl. Um Monel's wife. Emra. Emra? Is that what it is? Oh, see I've I don't know. I've been calling her Saturn Girl ever since I realized that's who her character was. I never knew what her actual, like, you know, given name was by her parents, yep. you know. <laughs> Emra. It's in my notes a thousand times because I just kind of spoke about how much Emra was annoying me. Emra is more annoying now than she was when they first got there. How was she annoying you this episode? Just, to, like, it's a lot of, like, I under, like, I don't like when someone comes up in my house and tells me how I should have it handled. Interesting. Because, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like, technically, like, it's her house, too. Emma? Mm-hmm. Because she's from the future, and she kind of, like, took over Supergirl's mantle in the future, her and, you know, the Legion. In the D.E.O. Well, you know, there is no D.E.O. because they're all dead. Well, I mean, like, what I'm they saying They took the D.E.O.'s like, place as the Legion, is what I'm saying. So it's, like, kind of her house, too. It's, well, I mean, but it's not her house yet. So, wait, so have you ever seen the commercial that, um, I don't know what it was for, but it was when someone purchased a car and then someone else also came up to the car and was, like, doing stuff to it or, you know, changing around the stuff. Negative. And then... They were like, oh, I'm the owner of this car after you're done with it. Negative. Okay, I haven't found that commercial. I don't remember if it was for insurance or for a used car place. Um, but probably Kelly Blue Book. Who knows? I don't care. Um, but I mean, like, I would hate, like, I don't, like, it's like a future wife coming and grooming your husband when you're still married to him. Yeah, but if she already knows, you're going to divorce him. <laughs> yeah, but no. I still don't want it. Like, that's still going to annoy me. And it's just kind of like, Emma's just making it seem like Kara doesn't care about the future. Like, she doesn't care that pestilence turns into blight. See, that's not what I, that's not even how I saw it. I didn't think she saw it as Kara doesn't care. I think she saw it as Kara doesn't know. Like, she hasn't seen this. She doesn't know what's actually happening. And I, and I get that. And I feel like Cara got it. But, like, every five minutes, she's, like, taking everything into her own hands. She's not communicating. She's not, like, all. if she is communicating, she's lecturing. I don't know. I just find it annoying because, you know, like, even like Manon said, they came there under false pretenses. Well, he was the only one of the false pretenses. Brainy and Irma knew. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is she didn't communicate any of this to them until it started to become relevant. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just annoying. Well, I mean, like, there was poor went, communication as far as being upfront about what's going on. But as far as what she was saying in this episode, her talking to Carr about this wouldn't have mattered anyway because she would have still did what she kept saying the whole time is we can't kill her, we can't kill her, we can't kill her. I mean, don't get me wrong. The only thing I've been agreeing on is that just kill Pestilus. I mean, like, what are you, like, what loss are you really getting here? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I feel like for 
uh, what's your face? Emra to constantly undermine Kara, I think is the annoying part that I'm having here. What did you want her to do? I want her to work like a team. But that's the thing. Like, Kara wasn't trying to hear any of that. Well, I want them both to work like a team. No, what I'm, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that, like, what's her name? Uh, Emma was like, yo, we need to kill her because there's no other way. Carl wasn't trying to hear that. So even if she did try to work as a team with her, Carl would have just said no. Still annoying. Maybe maybe they both annoy me. It was, like I said, it was one of those episodes where, like, the whole time, see, we were on two different sides of this spectrum here. Because I know you said you agree that they need to kill her, but the whole time Carl was the one that I was just like, "Yo, just shut up and kill her." Like, why are you, why are you arguing about this? Only thing that Emma did in this episode that was just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" was when she put up that big ass force field around the building. When they said, "Don't cause panic," and yeah, instant yeah. panic. Yeah, that's the only thing that I was just like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" That's that's. Different. Well, I think it was at that point when I wrote that note that Emma was getting annoying than when she originally got there. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's the only thing that I was just like, yeah, that was dumb. Don't do that. But everything else, I was just like, yeah, I'm with you. Cause that, when she like, you know, got the info and went after the, went after her to kill her without car. She's like, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, well, cause you would have stopped me from killing her. So yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, let's see. We also learned a couple things about Brainy this week. We did, but I want to ask you a question because I don't know. Maybe I saw that wrong or maybe I was just confused for a second. Did Monel fly? When? While Carl's fighting pestilence and I remember seeing him in the air. Oh, Monel. I don't know why I thought of when. That's why I was just like, what? I think so. Yeah, why? Because he can't fly. Maybe it's part of his Legion suit. I don't know. Yeah, like he had the strength and all that, you know, well, kind of had the strength, not as much strength as Car, But for some reason, like, you know, the Daxamites on Earth, like they get increased strength but that's it they can't fly or use the little heat vision and cold breath shit honestly I don't know yeah. I feel like I feel like I saw him do it and I probably didn't even think about that and I was just like I'm thinking most yeah. people didn't but I'm almost positive that flight was not something he could do but I feel like I've seen him in the air before. I'd like to know when because I don't know. Maybe I'm bugging. But I, I feel like I've seen him in the air before. But I I could be like just making it up in my brain. Here's the thing, like I'm saying, if you not like consciously remembering what he has and hasn't done, if you just see him in the air like in this episode, you just you think that's just part of it, but if you're paying attention, you're like, wait, I remember them saying that that's something that he can't do. You know what I say, Travis? You know what I say? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
But anyway. But we also learned that Brandy does not know who Freddy Krueger is <laughs> or what social media is. Yeah, that that's the odd one that he didn't know about social media. Him not knowing about Freddy Krueger, I can understand. But how do you just like have no knowledge of what social media is? Right. It's just like those are two things that like that stood out very weird to me. And I guess Freddy Krueger, I should, I can understand because when is like Cisco. Where like they he makes the pop culture references like that, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, okay, maybe not everyone could be hip on it. But I was like, social media is like the internet and technology. Yeah, like that defines more than one generation actually now. You know? Yeah, two of them now, and well, two and a half, three maybe. But I was like, at this point, the time period that they're from. Social media has to be like on like a black mirror level of kind of stuff. Maybe, but it's also possible that the blight killed so many people that social media became irrelevant. True. Um so we find out that apparently Supergirl lost a sister in the blight. So that's her like real motivation behind all this. Um, About Imra. What did I say? I thought you said Supergirl. I thought I was like, what? Did I? I may have said Supergirl and I meant to say Saturn Girl. I think you said Supergirl and I was just like, there's no way Alex is still alive then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Emra, Saturn Girl. Lost a sister in the blight. Um... So that's her real motivation there. Um, They get that fight that, you know, between Supergirl and Pestilence and, you know, Supergirl gets scratched. Of course. Right. Once they figure out that it's the the doctor and not the ginger girl at the beginning, because ginger girl is very dead. Hmm. So, yeah, she gets scratched, of course. Saturn girl, you know, intercedes, almost kills her. But then here comes Purity saves her they get away then they go and get rain or sam whatever you want to call her they went for rain but found sam so they turned sam back into the rain yeah and then everybody else found out that sam was rain and yeah they was like i was gonna tell you i'm like no you weren't you specifically said that you were not going to tell her right like my only question was, how did Supergirl know to find Lena down there? They were they were tracking um, they were tracking purity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they went to like the exact room she was in, rather than like her office. Yeah, they were tracking purity. They found a way to track like the little vibrations or whatever that she gives off because of her scream and all that shit. So they followed her and like, ah, yeah, that's where they are. And yeah. But yeah. So they get, they get rain and they get up out of there. And that was the end of the episode. Yep. And my only words were, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 
What does El Mayala mean? I don't even know what you're talking about. Rain said it at the end of, right before she left. She said El Mayala. IDK. Okay, I figured it was something important because she said it, and that was kind of like the last line of the episode. Yeah, it's probably some kind of, you know, Kryptonian thing. I know that. Well, that's all I got for you. I don't know what else you want from me. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on to The Flash. This should go in order. Okay. We're already here. <laughs> this episode was called Therefore She Is. Yeah. So, I know there was important stuff happening in this episode, but I was just so focused on this Cisco and Gypsy thing. Because <laughs> I well, feel. I do have notes from some other stuff that happened outside of Gypsy and Cisco. So, I mean. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I do too, but it's just. Uh, but that's what stood out to me because I just. I feel for my boy Cisco. Like. Trust me, so do I. You're my OTP. Like, bruh, he can't catch a break. Like, it's just... Right. First it was Kendra from whatever season. And then she became First a legend second. and left him behind. Yeah, for her, like, you know, like, like destined or, like, so, ordained love. For one true love. Yeah, like, that's fucked up. And like, oh, Gypsy, she has the same powers as him and everything. And like, oh, they click and all that kind of shit. Oh, nope, nope, that's over now, too. Well, damn. <laughs> Makes me very sad. Aside from me, Gypsy was the one other person that I wanted Cisco to be with. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. I'm not. It's just really funny when, like, you know... I've talked about this before, but then I'm like, when you realize, like, ha, yeah, Mara has a type, and I get it. I see it now. You still haven't explained what my type is. I know is. I haven't, but it's fine, because you, you got one, and you're good with the one you got, so I'm going to leave it alone. But, like, it's just like, ha, she has a type, and it's just like, you see it, and you're just like, <laughs> that's funny. But it's just, you know, it's whatever. No worries. It's not are a you, bad thing. Are you, are you ever going to explain what the type is? Like, is that season finale kind of thing? I mean, I don't understand why that's necessary. I don't know. I was just curious to know what it was. I mean, shit. Your type is Jay and Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Um, back to that. Um this episode because there was this whole back and forth about Cisco like yeah Barry trying to fix their problem so they can move on which I understand like yo there's some shit going on over here and it's stopping us from moving forward with progress on DeVoe so I need y'all to solve this shit right I'm all about it I get it but clearly that's not enough because that's not actually what they wanted Neither one of them wanted Cisco to take that job. Which is what I thought it was going to be. Mm. Yeah. I, kind of, I didn't see her wanting him to take that job. 
and I, cause like, I feel like she would have spoke out on it, you know, so much sooner. I mean, she kind of did. She sent that cube thing to him. Well, I mean, and she used that, she used that phrase that we all hate to hear that it's fine. fine. No, we all know it's not fine. He's like, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, you know, when we say it's fine, it's not fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, when I hear the phrase, it's fine. To me, that means, oh, I'm not talking to you for at least three days. But <laughs> unless, of course, I actually live with you, in which case, you know, we have to talk about this pretty soon. But if I don't live with you, yeah, I'm just not going to talk to you for a couple of days. Um. They live on different earths, so exactly. Um, so continued to not try and hide his dumb down, but Cisco was like, oh, "He's not fine." Yeah, he he's not okay. He not okay at all. I like that thing where they um with him and Cecile like got that connection because she can read his mind, so she can like get his thoughts down before he forgets them. You know. Yes, but how are they going to enable that? They already did it. No, I mean, like, so I mean, like, is she going to be there all the time now, just like spreading out his thoughts? Yeah, why not? She ain't got shit else to do. She's on maternity leave. She's bored. <laughs> I know how that feels. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. I've never been on maternity leave. Well, I mean. Now that new, oh wait, no, that's only New York. I don't know what it's like in Texas. I was going to say, there's a new law that passed in New York City where if, you know, your family adopts or um, has a new baby or has a new child, new addition to the family, that's not an animal. I was just about Um, to say, does a dog count? (laughs) You get family leave. No, but a dog does not count. What about a spider monkey? No animal. Because that's basically the same thing. Straight human. That's a difference of like one chromosome. Maybe two. Well, family was very particular on that chromosome. I don't think that's fair. (laughs) Because me... And my future spider monkey son will, like, you know, fight this to the bitter end. All right? <laughs> you get, like, a howler monkey. It's more realistic. Eh. That sounds like, like, you know, like it would be loud. I don't want that. Yeah, children are loud. If you want to convince family leave that you need family leave. You need something that's going to sound loud. If I'm going to go through all that, I'll just have an actual kid. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I'm trying to avoid that. Like, you know, pull out game strong. <laughs> Yo. I was going to comment, but I'm not opening the door to that conversation. Yo, no, we're not going there. All right, I know what you were thinking. We're not going there. But I heard something so fucked up yet so funny the other day from Tracy Morgan. He was talking about sex and how he doesn't believe in condoms. 
Mm-hmm. His reasoning was, he's like, if you're not really willing to die for it, you don't want it bad enough. And I, oh my God. <laughs> when I tell you, I put my phone down and laughed for a good five to ten minutes. And <laughs> He said, "If you're not willing to die for it, you don't want it that bad." Like, <laughs> oh man, listen, folks, listen, folks. I fully support the use of condoms. Okay, I'm not saying what he said was right. I'm saying that what he said made me cackle and laugh heartily. Clearly, but anyway. What were we talking about? How did we get on that? Uh, Cecile on maternity leave. So she's yeah. bored. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now. So yeah, there was that so shit. Since, hmm? uh, I was going to say, since they were taught, since Cisco had said that it was curable or reversible, I was like, so it's dementia with a cure. Kind of. And then I was just like, wow. Or like Alzheimer's with a cure. Huh? Or maybe kind of like closer to Alzheimer's with a cure. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, Greg Berlanti's really going in on on the the memory disorder. <laughs> oh, because uh, Papa Martian. Yeah. 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 All we need now is for Arrow to, I don't know, for William to show up on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> For all we know, that might happen. That very well might happen because they had some, you know, moments with him having some trouble with school until Felicity talked to him about the shit. Cause he's like super smart, so that would kind of be like whole, that would line up. Have a whole William centric episode about helping him through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's Arrow though. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so we find out that oh whoop. Well, besides the whole Cisco and Cisco and Gypsy thing and, you know, Cecile and Wells, the main thing in this episode was finding out more about DeVoe and what he wants. Because apparently he hates technology. And I'm just like, dude, like, what's your malfunction? I need you to chill. Like, yo, clearly you haven't seen what's so wonderful about it. Like, you must not have a Facebook. (laughs) Or a smartphone. He must have a flip phone. He probably does. I got a flip phone on the, you know, on the hidden away just in case, you know. You got to have your burner phone, you know. When they started with, you know, the flashback of them, the first thing I thought was, is this before they got together or is this arguing, bantering foreplay for them? It could be both. Uh, it was before they had gotten together. I mean, yeah, but that could have very easily led into the first time. I guess. That might be what turns them on, Mara. You don't know. A strong, sure. engaging debate might be what stirs their loins. So, but, yeah. 
But yeah, he hates technology. He wants to reset humanity to the point before they, you know, know what technology is and, you know, all that shit. And at first she's not with it, then she's with it, and then she's like, oh, I'm not with it no more because now you want to rule them and shit. But what were you about to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say, from that one flashback, we did learn something, though. I didn't know Alfred Noble, first off, was the name of the person who created the Nobel Prize. Me neither. Also did not know he created Dynamite, and I fact-checked it. Hmm. Yeah. So did he invent dynamite or did he invent the nitroglycerin in the dynamite? I don't know. He's kind of just credited as the inventor of dynamite. Because I kind of remember them talking about the person who invented nitroglycerin on Lost. Yeah, I brought up Lost again. And I think I remember them saying that he died because he like blew himself up. (laughs) It says he found that when nitroglycerin was incorporated in an absorbent inert substance ah. like Kisagir, it became safer and more convenient to handle. And this mixture he patented in 1867 as dynamite. Dynamite! Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah, because the person who invented nitroglycerin blew himself up. Got it. He just made it safer. Got it. That all makes more sense now. Um, let's see. So yeah, DeVoe has this plan to like do some shit with some satellites or some shit. Um they get the jump on him. Caitlin's trying to like pull out Killer Frost cause And she just gonna try and kill herself to do it. Hey man, listen. What did I just say? You're not willing to die for it, you don't want it bad enough. Um, clearly that doesn't work though because she's still not Killer Frost um, yeah and that whole thing I guess Cisco and Gypsy broke up but then we get a baby shower I have a question about that baby shower let's have let's, let's hear that question about the baby shower Mara. why wasn't Wells invited to the baby shower when they used Wells to distract her all day what makes you think Wells wasn't invited to the baby shower? He wasn't there. Everyone else was there. Maybe he just hadn't got there yet. Maybe he was just running late. Excuses. They used my man to like keep her distracted. Or maybe he was him. invited and his fucked up brain forgot to show up to the baby shower. I feel like they just never told him what they were hiding from Cecile. That's also possible, but I like to think that they did eventually tell him, like right beforehand, and his, you know, dark matter fucked up brain forgot to show up. But speaking of the baby shower. Hmm? I have another question, but it's not relevant to baby shower, so I'll wait till after your statement. Well, this is like, you know, speaking of the baby shower that, you know, Random girl showed up again. Who, yes. I'm starting to really think that's their daughter. Yeah. The one um, in the comics. The thing is, in the comics, she has a twin brother. So where is the twin brother if that's the daughter? Oh, they're going to dark that up and he's already dead. 
It's possible, but yeah. In the comics, they have a daughter named Nora after Barry's mother. And, you know, I mean, the girl does look mixed, so. And she looks a lot like Cecile. She does, and knew the exact day that that child was going to be born. Yeah. So, yeah. Was that what you were about to ask about? Oh, no. It wasn't. It was from before earlier when they were fighting DeVoe at the shipping yard and Barry ran at him and then DeVoe vibed him to the Northern Lights. And I was just like, yo, how fucking long would it take Barry to run back from the Northern Lights? Well, he's able to run fast enough that he can go back in time. So I figured he'd be there in like a minute or two, which is too long. Yeah, because he came back in time to see Gypsy and Tisco fighting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he'd probably be right back, but, you know. Because he didn't know about the job yet. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that... But, um, you think that's the daughter, though? And also, I think that's the daughter. And she's a speedster, so now I have more questions. Speedster, but not as fast as them. She's a speedster, but she's not as fast as Barry or Wally. Well, yeah. Well, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. She's a speedster. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the comics, it's just... um, Thing is, she's Barry's daughter, but she was, wasn't born until after Barry's dead. Yeah, yeah. Comic books are fucked up, Mara. Like, she's conceived, and within that nine-month span, Barry dies. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a gestation period. It didn't have to be. (laughs) No, that's not what I meant, but all right. What? What were you saying? No, I thought it was more like, well, Barry had been dead for a minute, and then she was created... And then born. Hmm? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So just ignore me. Okay. But next week they pair up with Aminette, which is sure going to be probably interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah. Is there anything else with this episode you wanted to make sure we touched on? When is the episode that they're going to make sure that they're going to explain future baby West showing up? Like we're at 21 already. Well, there is a total of three episodes left, so we'll see. Hmm. Or is it two? No, there's, there's two more episodes of Arrow left. But there's three more episodes of Flash and three more episodes of Supergirl. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what we didn't touch on? What did we not touch on? Mrs. DeVoe locked him up in his thing. Oh, yeah. We really didn't talk about the ending of this whole DeVoe and, <laughs> DeVoe and wife thing. Yeah, you're right. We forgot all about that shit. She finally stepped up and was like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm not with this fuck anymore. this shit, I'm out. This is not the original plan we had talked about. Yeah, man, you you want some other shit now. 
I'm done. I have a question for you, though, Travis. What's your question? Who do you think is more dangerous now, DeVoe or his wife? I think DeVoe's wife is going to be his downfall. So you think she's more dangerous? To him, yeah. Okay. And that's it. That's all, that was my only question. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think she's just more dangerous in general because, like, honestly, you don't know what she's going to do after she left him in there. Like, is she going to go out and set their plan as to what she, how she thinks she thinks it should unfold, or is she just going to be like, "Hey, I got this nigga locked up." Like, well, I feel like, like she when she said she read his journal and she saw the reasoning behind it, she understood and she, you know, agreed with the main points of it. She also said that she didn't want to do it, but she saw why he wanted to and was willing to like work with him, you know? But I feel like on her own, she doesn't want to do that, you know? Right. At least that's just how I saw it. Um, I feel like without him involved, she wouldn't have gone that far. Like, she's not that level of, you know, honestly psychotic. Like... It's almost like, all right, here we go. You all ready? Infinity War spoilers. Cover your ears. Thanos, like, you know, his whole thing. You see the logic behind his plan of why he wants to kill half the people in the universe. Oh, well, yeah. But you would never actually do that, you know? Same thing here. Like she sees why he wants to do what he wants to do, but on her own she would never actually do that. But with him, she's like, "All right, whatever, fine," you know. Right. So she wants to like, but she sees he's going too far. Like, oh no, I got to stop you. So I feel like she'll end up helping Team Flash to take him down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Alright. Was that it for Flash then? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to Arrow then. Docket number 11-19-73. That's a very annoying title. Yeah, I don't know why. Why couldn't they just say uh, Star City versus Yeah, exactly. Something like that. The people versus Oliver Queen, you know? He's just Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, I know what you meant. Um First I got I got two main gripes with this episode. The first one being I don't like when networks try to deceive me. The lies that they tell without actually lying and saying oh this is the actual Tommy Merlin but like putting Tommy Merlin on the previews for the next week you know the lies the lies the lies Tommy that's, Merlin was not really Tommy Merlin yeah exactly that's that's the first thing and the second thing at the end when Diaz is all like ah well go to plan B or kill Oliver Queen and everybody he cares about what stopped you from doing that to begin with I really, Where, I, I really like, don't why understand. Was that not your original plan. I really don't understand it. And like, oh, turn him into a martyr. 
so fucking what? Like, why Everyone do you care? Out. Every other prior or previous villain has um, has always tried to kill Oliver's team or whoever. If they figure out who he was, who he was close to, you know, so why was that any different for for uh, Ricardo Diaz? Yeah, like. Why don't you just kill him? Because he had opportunities. Like, especially this past step, like, not this past episode, but the episode before. Last week. Yeah, last week. He could have killed him last week. I don't understand why. He could have killed him and got rid of the body, too. Like. No, but you wanted to have his bail revoked. And you wanted to have him go through trial. Yeah. Which caused you to like, you know, get pissed off at Laurel because she didn't do exactly what you wanted her to do. You wouldn't have needed her to do that if you had just killed him. Wouldn't have to rely on her humanity. Or lack or thereof. Get thrown off by her humanity. Yeah. So yeah, those are my two annoyances with this episode. But outside okay. of that, what else did you want to talk about with this episode? Because this is another one like, oh, we spent this whole episode in the courtroom and this whole thing was, you know, just kind of centered around the fact that they had this master of disguise dude whose name I keep forgetting. Chris Chase, I think. Chase Chance. I think it was Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that dude? Like he, to me, he came out of nowhere. No, they ha- he's been on the show before. Oh. Yeah, they know him. That he's been on the show before. Like, you know, he didn't come completely out of nowhere. He has a history on the show, but oh, well, maybe I just don't remember him. Maybe, but the whole making me think that Tommy Merlin himself was actually alive was very, very irritating. I'm sorry, Travis. Yeah, so am I. Um, the only thing, I guess the only thing I really want to mention was that Laurel took a stand against Diaz when she showed up at the end. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, bitch, put a bullet in him. She tried to melt his brain like she did to what's-his-face. And I yeah, was just like, shot just other people bullet. before she got to him, too. Like, she could have shot him. Right? I was like, just put a bullet in his head, girl. From where you are. Don't get close to him. She shot other people while he's on the ground, knocked out. Pow, pow. Even, two to the door. Even when she approached him and he was on the ground, she had enough time to put a bullet in his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Or like or he, two to the brain, like in Godfather, to make sure. And that was like, and she, she gave him too much time for him to mute her. Yeah, man. I was, yeah. That's another annoyance that I just didn't even really even think about. But, yeah. <sighs> but now he's been acquitted, so, I mean, I guess there's that. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we kind of knew that he was going to be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's fine. I would have also. Everyone. In- hmm? What? 
I would have enjoyed it like an entire season of Oliver in jail, though. Like, <laughs> I would have been. I guess they didn't to want to do that road again since they did that with Barry. Yeah, but you know, Oliver in jail is way different than Barry in jail, though. Because yeah, I guess Oliver, Oliver knows how to fight like, for real, you know. Girl. Yeah, so he wouldn't have like needed a Goldberg to protect him. <laughs> Could have fought for back, himself. Back, back. Yeah. So I would have been interested to see that. But I can see why they wouldn't want to, you know, do a, another season of somebody in jail. Because they, they just did that with Barry. So. Exactly. So, but mm. now next week, everyone's getting shot at. You get bullets, and you get bullets. Everybody gets bullets. Yeah, man. And from, you know, what we've heard, I'm guessing that the only one that actually dies is Quentin. Yeah, I kind of just assume that's going to happen ever since they announced that he's not coming back. Mm -hmm. Even posted on Instagram a whole goodbye thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta make his exit permanent. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess as permanent as you can make it. Yeah, basically. Anything else with Arrow yeah. that you wanted to make sure we talked about? No, not really. Yeah. Well then, who's winning? Devoe's wife. I can get with that. Got out of that abusive I, situation. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, after watching her, like, emotions get toyed with for at least two weeks, she took the, she took, she took the upper hand. Yeah. I can get with that. Because the only other person I can say is, part, is winning is, like, Oliver. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Devoe's wife is a better choice. Yeah, I can get with that. But who's losing? Uh, Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did she not kill Pestilence, but now the world killers are all together. Yeah. They're feeding off of each other. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, Supergirl's losing. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think this will be it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. Like I said, there's only two more episodes of Arrow and three more episodes of Supergirl and Flash. So you got us for three more weeks. Maybe a fourth week for us to do a little, you know, recap thing. But outside of that, you can follow me. Well, find us on both Twitter and Instagram at Creation Magazine. Also on Facebook at facebook.com slash creation magazine. We also have a Facebook group for this particular podcast. What's the name of the Facebook group, Mar? It is www.facebook.com slash group slash super flashy arrow of tomorrow. And you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir underscore Cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. 
And where can they find you, Mara? Instagram and Twitter all the time. At Mara the Shark, M-A-R-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-K. Um, also, if you're a fan of Westworld, you can catch us every Sunday night, approximately 30 minutes after Westworld is over. We do a live streaming podcast, streaming live on Facebook, facebook.com slash creation magazine. Also, you know, in podcast form and on YouTube, the wild, wild West world is what it's called. You can find that the next day. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, you can also check out Smacking It Raw every week and live after every pay-per-view. So this Sunday, you actually will get two lives from Creation Magazine, The Wild Wild West World, and also the live Smacking It Raw reaction to Backlash. Um, I think that'll be it, though. Anything else you want to make sure we talked about? Nope, that's it. Yeah, that's about it then. So we'll catch you all next week for a super flashy era of tomorrow. Until then, we out. Later.